Okay, basically what we are talking here is a karma and the basic principles of the characteristic of karma. So that is just in the four basic outlines in London. So karma is definite and fast growing. Okay, so these are the two points we have covered so far by giving some interesting traditional what should I say the interesting traditional um, Hindu Buddhist stories basically the karmic introduction if you really go in detail and it is mostly a way how it has been taught and so and so something had happened and know what has happened what it causes and uh, we don't go anything thing beyond I mean at the Buddha level is a very very reliable level we consider so therefore so we go mostly uh, the stories almost back to the Buddha's lifetime incidents since it is the Buddha's lifetime incidents and the sort of very uh, interesting stories sometimes it is a little more interesting than I mean a little more unusual than what normally happens to me so they're there you know uh, for example the one story that I was uh, thought of I was sharing last time the last subject what we covered what is the last outline last time uh, increasing okay increasing increasing and the interesting point what happened is uh, <laughs> there's a um, this interesting events happened this sort of not only the increases the karma but it also goes if one has the karma no matter whatever you do the karma meets uh, for that example uh, what happened is just a little bit of before the Buddha's period and I believe I'm not very sure whether they I don't have the book with me the last week I have that sort of look glums once hour before. I think it is a Mangada. The Mangada is one of the places in India. And those days, it's 2,500 years before. So what happened is in India, a lot of kingdoms, and a lot of places are controlled by the different kings here and there. In the, in the Mangada, at that period, what happened, there was no king. No king who can really control and rule. So no king. Um, normally, I mean, those of the, those of you know the Indian culture and tradition, or if you have anything to do with India or Indians, you will know. Um, uh, the India the, traditionally, those kings or the rajas or whatever it is, or the maharajas or the chakravarti rajas, and all of those are the level where the, how big the king is. You know, he was just the king or greater king, or a big king, or the king who controls the whole universe or something. 
the bigger the king is. You know, if you look in that, uh, even you go and l- listen to the Indian history, like the later part, the, like Shah Jahan who built that, uh, the famous Indian, um, what is called that? Taj Mahal, you know, and even you listen to those, they will say king of king, god of god, you know, like that. You know, even you go today to listen to history in the evening, they, they will relate, they will say king of king, god of god, blah, 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 and the great Maharaja Shah Jahan, blah, 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 all this, you know, that's that sort of thing. The way they choose the king is actually, uh, it is mostly based on the blood. Blood. It is the it is the blood, and then and when they don't find and they don't have a blood king, the difference between the Tibetan old system and the Indian old system is uh, I don't think the Indian old system. I don't think anything queens rules, but all the Tibetan system, the woman rules. You know, they they, they have that. That is the difference. Um, but the, when they don't find the blood, they go around the country and look at the people. They don't really necessarily look at the quality of today's, like educational quality or, or, or that sort of thing. They don't. They just look around the quality of the people, the person, how he look, how, how majestic the person is, and uh, whether they're qualified or not. If they don't find a good one, they don't have it. So the Mangada happens to be at that period is ruling and no king. So when you don't have a king, they have a group of people will rule. Uh, it's not necessarily elected, a democratic setup like what we have today, but it's a sort of a, a council of, um, not even a regency. It's sort of a council, it is very much looks like a council of elders or something. In that manner, in that manner, and who are most powerful and uh, more powerful and more have to say, and they become the part of that. So this story, particularly what I have in mind, I was supposed to talk that last week. I forgot. The what happened is um, in that there's supposed to be a little child was left in the field of some fruit trees near the fruit tree field, a little child was left there. So how this story goes, so naturally since there's no parents, they said that the child was born out of the tree. Um, it's a very common in 2,500 years ago, the story goes in that way. But actually what really had happened is probably the child was left over the tree and there's somebody near the tree or over the tree and somebody picked it up and then named the tree and the child linked up together. So, so like a amaki or something, born out of, um, of ama fruit or something, you know, that type of thing. So anyway, there was a, a baby who happens to be a girl. <laughs> and the guy who went there and picked it up, that baby, and uh, considered it is the God gifted. And so sort of daughter of God came out of the tree. So he took them back into his house and keep it. And in that particular kingdom or the little group of people, what they have is a very big different standard. The high class people, the middle class people, and the lower class people. There's a very sort of, the level is very visible. 
not only a visible, but they also have a different uh, areas where the high class people will stay. And they're called the golden lane. And the golden lane, they sort of the, uh, probably the doors and the windows are decorated by yellow or gold or whatever it is. Or maybe a, maybe a gold watch, who knows. And the old kingdom, some of them are very wealthy and they draw. And that is the, the, wealth, the wealthy land. And the middle class people, they call civil land, silver. So, so it must be white everywhere, you know. So, so, and the, the, the lower class people are called copper line. And this is not unusual than Indian traditional custom where the Brahmins treated as important and uh, the untouchables and all this in not that manner. It is all done social status. And it is also a very funny way. And then there's a king, kingdom, old kingdom, but no king is ruled by a group of people and all this. So the girl happens to be what they call a daughter of God or whatever, picked it up from the tree, has been watched by the council. It, the person who picked it up and uh, is a man and he has no family or nothing. So he kept that girl and uh, brought up as a, a child. And so sort of, sort of everybody is watching over it and particularly the council members are watching over it. And uh, the father now, now who sort of adopted the girl father, and the girl turned out to be a very beautiful girl, extremely beautiful girl. So the father kept on thinking and saying that she is fit to be married only to not only a Maharaj, a king, but that of a Chakrapati Raja. That means the king who can control the whole universe. And he kept on saying that. And however, the council is very powerful. So when the time comes, the council made a rule and saying that she cannot marry anybody outside their all little whatever it is. And they made this rule and saying that and also it belongs to the council members or something. They made that rule. So the father was very upset, goes back and looks terribly upset. And the girl said, what happened? Why you look so sad? And he said, look, and you are such a nice and beautiful and great. You're only fit to be a married to, or no, you're only fit to be the mother of a king who rules whole universe. And but the council members wants you and to keep it here. And I am not just a single person who cannot challenge and blah blah blah. She said, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I know how to handle that. And if I have a karma to be a mother of a universal king, and then I will be. But I do need the environments worked out. So that I know how to do it. So she said, she said she would love to meet the council and they're all very happy to have her come in. And she said, I understand that you don't want me to go out of the, out of the, the place here. And uh, they said, yes. And he said, I'm willing to accept. And which means I don't have a husband, so I'm married to all of you or what? And uh, so 
They're sort of a little embarrassed and said, yeah, somehow. And so they said, she said, okay, it is acceptable to me. However, I have five conditions. And if you can meet that five conditions, and that's okay. And they said, all that very happy to meet all your five conditions. What are they? Tell me. He said, I should be given the best place in the golden land. It should be the biggest and best place to be there. Yeah, any strangers that come from outside who wanted to meet me, male particularly, and no one can stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the one. Then what? True. Oh, then when she was busy with somebody, no council members can walk in. <laughs> That's because you are a council member. You cannot come in. And anyway, I forgot all of those. There's sort of five different sort of conditions she put up. And she sort of set up her house in such a graceful way. And somehow people get sort of scared to go in there and just couldn't walk by or... They all sort of, she intimidated everybody, including the council members. They become very difficult to go in there. In the meanwhile, and the king, a very famous king in the other side of the town, not other side of the town, but another town, is looking for a queen. And their ministers came to know, and they said, there is a, a, a woman who was born out of a tree, and the father is supposed to be the god or something. And, uh, but uh, the council members are so tight and uh, we cannot. And that the country is so powerful. And uh, maybe we cannot even, even if we have a war, we may get defeated. And there's no guarantee we can win. So what are you going to do? So the king says, don't worry, I'll go. So this king, dressed up like an ordinary person, and walked by and lost among the city people. And just mixed it up, lost them. And so they cannot find out whether that's a king or not. And somehow, finally, he get through to her and spent only seven days and with him. Seven days. After seven days, and both of them know, knew that she had been pregnant. And so the king has to leave now because uh, he is in a danger too if he can't stay over there. So what he did, he gave a, a piece of cloth that he's wearing and uh, his golden bang, bang, banger, you call it, right? Banger. And he said, if it's a son, give this and send it to me. And if it's a daughter, keep it with you and uh, look after and take care of and I will be back. So it happens to the son. So the council members would like to tease the son a little bit. And uh, so, so not knowing who it is a real father, I'm not sure. <laughs> and everybody would like to be claim a father. The mother told the little kid, said, you're not my father. My father is the universal king, and I shall be universal king. So the kid goes on and little kid runs around and saying, you're not my father. My father is a king and I will be the universal king and something like that. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, later the kid become a big important king 
in the I mean, in India totally, and so the even that has the karma. When they have that little karma, even you are under a, such a, a, a tight situation, whatever it might be, so you will become the mother of a universal king. Got that? That is one story. That's supposed to be the last time I wanted to tell you. Now today, uh, the point what we have to cover is one doesn't meet with the karma if you have not created. One, you, one does not meet with the result if you don't have the karma. And if you meet the, if you created karma, no matter whatever you do, you will meet the result. Get it? If you have not created karma, no matter whatever you do, you do not meet with the result. If you have created karma, no matter whatever you do, you are bound to meet with karma. So known examples are on this, normal known examples are, are I talked the other day also, you know that 500 queens and has an attendant and who is a hunchback, oh no, hunchback, hunchback, and 500 queens have obtained high-level development, so they can even fly when the house got in the fire. But finally they had to come back and die in the fire because of their karma. But the hunchback, the, the maid, jumped through the toilet and um, jumped in the toilet and finally get out of it. She was not burned. And all these other known examples. In addition to that, in the, some kind of natural disasters when it happens, you know, some people just can't help it, has to die, happens to be there. Normally we say, who happens to be at the wrong time, the wrong place. And the wrong time, the wrong place might be, but it is due to come. And some people, even you get an old plane full of people being crushed, but one or two somehow saved, we call it miracle. Right? Miracle or no miracle, but there's no karmic of dying to this person. These are the normally we see in everyday life. And what I like to go back in the 2,500 years before, I mean, I don't mean go back 2,500 years ago, but go get those stories out there. And uh, now there was a kingdom, in, this is all Indian, traditional Indian stories. So this is King Ashok. King Ashok, this, during the Buddha's lifetime, there was a famous King Ashok, not during, during Buddha's lifetime, after Buddha, there was a famous King Ashok who started the Buddhist missionary works. I'm not talking about that King Ashok, but with the same name, King Ashok, earlier, even long before the Buddha's lifetime. And that king, has a four sons, four sons who are supposed to be the, uh, the who will be the the future kings of the country. Somehow, somehow it is very funny, and um, somehow what happened is the youngest one, who had some kind of karma to be able to become a king. 
and the not all the three. The rule is that the first elder ones will take, take and become a king, and then the, the young ones get the, the younger one get the last chance. However, those four kings been four sons of the king been drinking all the time. I mean, they're totally day and night they are totally engaged for drinking and nothing else. And even you are king, you do have daily responsibilities. Even you are a prince, but you have a certain responsibilities. And they couldn't carry their responsibilities at all because they are totally drunk all the time. So the father got upset and kicked them out of a place, not a palace, kicked them out of their kingdom completely exiled. Send them, you know, four of them. They do that in the traditional Indian rules. They do that. When they exile, they send them somewhere, a couple, you know, like hundreds of miles away with the army and everything, and then let them go in the wild place. And they don't let them come back, guarded by the army. If they come back, they shoot them or kill them, whatever it is. That's how they exile. So the father got so upset of the, these kids, and so he exiled them. All of them, all four sons of his, he exiled them all together with their uh, wives and um, kids. And I don't think they have kids, with their wives and all this. So then they go through the wild place, wild place. It reminded me, uh, last night I saw a movie, somewhere, the native, uh, somewhere in native in Africa, somewhere. Where the um, uh, where the the people there's two white people they've been started chasing around they're running like uh, did you see it oh, you did <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere like two o'clock in the morning or something isn't it <laughs> that's remind me that and so they've been they've been exiled in the wild land and they couldn't get anything you know they couldn't get any food. So these brothers are not very nice people. And they started talking and they said, well, we have to, we have to survive, but it's difficult to survive. Let us, start it, uh, let us start sacrificing the women. So they talked about that. So they, in other words, they would one by one, they would love to kill the women and eat and go. So the youngest brother, his name is Chevraloma, uh, I mean, I don't know. Special Libre or something, I don't know. So there's a translation, so the name's translated from Sanskrit into Tibetan. And when it goes into the Mongolian document, even then it's much more confusing anyway. <laughs> Special Libre or something, his name. So he's fed up with his elder brother's decisions. So he took his wife and ran away from them. So he took his wife and ran away from them. So he and his wife ran away. And then the wife couldn't walk anymore. Oh, when she was so weak and couldn't go. So what he did is he poked his own, uh, what do you call this, crown over here and poke with some uh, wooden thing and get some blood and things like that and uh, made her, uh, made her, fed her with that 
and, uh, and uh, sort of try to build her up. And uh, she couldn't build up much, and finally they, they went for a little while, and after some time, he started cutting his own tie a little bit, and the little pieces, and started giving to her. And uh, that's how they've been, she's been able to survive by he feeding her out of his own flesh and the blood and be able to manage. This is a very funny story. <laughs> so, and after that, they crossed that, they, after that, they've been able to cross that difficult dry area where the nothing is grow, and they have been able to cross that. And then they reach a different land, completely, where there are a lot of fruits and fruit trees and all sorts of things valuable. So they stayed there, and uh, they built a little house, and uh, all these sort of nice things happening there. And so they stayed there for a long time. And uh, one day they heard a huge noise, and somebody is yelling and uh, screaming. So they went and looked, and they found in the river, they found a guy who had been chopped all his hands and legs, and somebody chopped all his hands and legs and threw him in the river. And he's sort of, he's sort of stuck in the corner of a river somewhere in the river. So then they went there, and they bought, bought him out, and they bought him out, and they brought him out and kept with them, and kept with them, and fed him, and so everything's okay. Then now you know what you're getting at. <laughs> then what had happened is uh, somehow, uh, somehow she started involving with this guy. <laughs> so this guy, and that's okay. Um, but uh, then somehow she she began to dislike the prince. And he likes this, this guy without hands and arms better than he. And somehow she, she thought, well, I should go away from here, or, or maybe, maybe we should do something and get rid of this person. So then what she did is she said, I've got a terrible headache. And I keep on lying down. And so doesn't get up for days, lying down continuously. And the month has been passed. And then she sort of seems very sick. And then he said, what can I do? I mean, tell me anything what I can do. She said, when I was young, I do get these headaches, he said. And she said, and these headaches, when I get the headaches, I need, a, you know, this, uh, there's a, some kind of, um, and when there's a big, uh, when there's a river, when the big cliffs, cliffs, and the rock cliffs, and then near the rock cliffs, sometimes they develop some kind of a strange uh, uh, thing, which normally we use in the, the medicines by Ayurvedic doctors as well as homeopathic doctors. They use that certain thing that grow in high cliffs where big river, the big huge rivers there, they use that. I don't know what it's called in English. There's some kind of little grass they grow. It's not really a grass. It's all becoming small, yeah, something like that. And she said, 
when I was young, I used to have these headaches. And if I can get that little pieces, and then uh, I'm getting better, well, it is impossible for me to go there, and I can't ask you to go and get that. He said, no, 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 I'll go. So he went over there, and they had to put a rope on his, uh, his thing, and she climbed, he climbed down from the, from the, the, the club up there, and tied a cover, and then she, and she and this, this <laughs> guys supposed to be pulling the rope, they let the rope go. As a result of the rope gone, and he fell in the water, and the water swinged, and he didn't die. He didn't die because it's a big river, and the sort of, he didn't die, and he carried by the water for a little while, and then he began to, when he woke up conscious, he began to realize what really had happened. And so he just sort of swimmed away, swimmed away completely, and got to a one big, rich, wealthy place where the king died and doesn't have any son left, and they're looking for somebody who can rule the country. And there's an old star, they look around all the people. The new person just came out of the water, looks very, very different. And they have all the qualities of the king. So the whole country who's looking at them and they agreed he's fit to be the king. So they made him king there. So that little karma, even though, you know, when he has a tiny little karma, to be able to become a king, and even though he has to go through with all these obstacles, but since he had the karma and the conditions are right, it materialized. <laughs> it's a bad story, isn't it? <laughs> That is, that is how karma works. True. So I don't want to go in that detail, in that story. I just give you the essence of it.